Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. What is going on in the United States? Uh, Just to give you a quick recap of how we got to where we are and why uh, this impeachment thing is going on right now in the United States. Uh, The uh, Ukraine government was to receive and did eventually receive military aid from the United States to help them fend off Russia. Because Russia, of course, is slowly starting to nibble away at uh, Ukraine. And we've seen that with Crimea and what have you. And we also know since the very first uh, day after, uh, well, I guess the first day of the campaign, that the president of the United States uh, seems to love Russia and and its leader, Putin. Uh, remember people talking way back when at the beginning of the campaign? that There was a bromance going on between Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump. And no one could quite understand why why he was seemingly friends with our enemies and uh, enemies with our allies. And fast forward to a phone call in this, uh, this past summer, during this past summer, where the president calls uh, the president of Ukraine and basically says, your aid will come, your military aid will come, but I need some sort of dirt on Biden, my opponent, back in the United States. I need you to open an investigation there. I need you to have an interview on CNN to at least make it look like you are digging into something going on with the Bidens and, and so on. He also would continue to try to sell this, uh, this narrative that it was not Russia that has interfered with the U.S. election, but in fact, Ukraine. And that's despite all of our of the United States intelligence agencies and and so on and so forth, all saying that is not the case, including uh, the person who testified yesterday, the woman who testified yesterday in regard to this, and and said that this is all just a front which is being put forth by the Russian government, and for some reason Trump keeps hammering away at it, hammering away at it because he's really no friend of Ukraine because he loves Russia. So with this testimony that we've seen over the last week or so, two weeks now, I guess, um, it has become very obvious that not only did Donald Trump do all of this, it was no secret. There were lots of people who were in the loop and aware that Donald Trump was overstepping his bounds by withholding military aid to a country simply because he needed a favor. Quid pro quo. So that's where we are with the impeachment inquiry. And now, of course, this is in the House. Does it go to the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans? Chances are there will never be a, a, a conviction on this. And, and, but, but how will the, the Republicans handle this in the Senate? Will they just throw it out, shh, quiet, out the door in one day? Or is this, are they going to try to debunk what the, what the Democrats have said? And Donald Trump's even alluded, I want to go on the stand and testify live because there's way too much TV here without Donald Trump on it. So it'll be fascinating to see how this moves forward. But I guess my question here is, it now appears obvious that he, in fact, did all of this. Now the Republicans are trying to change the tune. Well, so what? So what if you're, you did something like this? Well, The whole idea behind the relationship with Ukraine is trying to help them with their corruption. And what are you doing? Well, you're being corrupt by saying, I need a favor in order for you to get your help against Russia. Because let's be honest, does Donald Trump really have any ambition to help Ukraine when it's Russia that is the aggressor and he loves them 
obviously not Ukraine. So where are we now moving forward with this? Because it's pretty obvious that whatever the accusations were against the president leading up to this week, it appears that it's true. Let's bring in Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University. He is with us now. Elliot, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Sure. It's fascinating TV, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I can imagine what it's like uh, in institutions such as yours and the discussions that are going on. <laughs> um, as you look ba- back at what's happened last week or this past week and the week before, um, and, and I'm thinking that the, your answer is going to be, it depends on who you ask, but uh, <laughs> was there any clear winners or losers here this uh, week? Yeah, the fundraisers for both parties. Yeah. Uh, the You and I have been following this since, uh, or I guess I was on with Bill in the morning, uh, since all this began. Well, a couple quick thoughts. This may be the end of the televised hearings. Uh, they seem to have completed, so the the TV version of it uh, may be leaving, although that's not clear because now new names have come up, and that's very important, new names at that. Uh, one of the most important things we learned now from the last day is that everybody was in the loop, to to quote uh, Gordon Sondland, the key, key actor here. So uh, he's saying Vice President Pence, Mike Pompeo, and, of course, uh, Acting Chief of Staff Mulvaney, who was actually who continues to hold his position as head of the uh, OMB, and they're the ones who turned off the spigot when Congress mandated send the aid. He's the one who actually was able to say no, we're not sending it, because the president apparently wanted him to say no until you know we need a favor though. So there is so, no question now that this did did happen. Is that accurate? Well, there's no question in the minds of people who. Um, Let's put it this way. It doesn't look as if any single vote, and this has just been reported, no single vote in Congress seems to have switched as a result of everything we've heard. Mm. So uh, did it affect the public? Because one of the reasons for these televised hearings was to, by the Democrats, get it out there into the public that, you know, something nefarious happened that is constitutionally significant. Mm-hmm. Can they make it politically significant? And that's really been the question. So looking at everything we've seen right now, no. No minds are probably being changed in the general public either, even though there's, had, uh, there's been a higher uh, viewership than I would have thought there would be after all this time. But uh, apparently the key situation remains as it was, which is the Republican base is staying absolutely unswayed by this. Therefore, the Republicans in the Senate are not going to crack. They're not going to flip on the right. president. In which case, what we're seeing is not one of those momentous times in American history where the only you know, third time an impeachment of the president has gone forward. We aren't sure it's going to go forward, but it's highly likely. This is really you know, history in the making. No, it's apparently just going to be a minor blip on the, uh, on the campaign trail. Um, the the witness yesterday referring to and, and trying to debunk the whole conspiracy in, or, yes. in around the Ukraine. And, and again, we talked about this way at the beginning on how close 
uh, Putin and Trump were, and everybody was questioning it and couldn't understand why. And and many thought, you know, well, it's because he has interests there, or perhaps Russia has something on him. Nobody knows, but he seems to favor them. That's obvious with this situation with with Ukraine. Now that he he's th- this uh, person yesterday, and, and everyone else has pretty much debunked that no, this was Russia that was interfering, not Ukraine. Trump is still selling that. Is yes, any day, is anyone is anyone questioning that, even though yes. everyone else, you know what I mean? Yes. This is, I guess we can use a Canadian phrase here. There are two solitudes. <laughs> there, it's being called the two tribes in America. The Democrats are people who would lean in the direction of saying, you know, Trump isn't our kind of guy. They're going to be convinced by this. This is, as the Democrats are saying, yeah. We are building this brick by brick so that it's absolutely clear. Remember, technically, this is an inquiry as to whether there should be articles of impeachment. Now it goes to the Judiciary Committee where they have to decide, yes, we've heard enough or not, and Democrats control that. So it's highly likely, since Jerry Nadler, long, who chairs of that, long ago said, hey, we, this is an impeachable offense. So it's now is indeed likely to go forward. But uh, the Republican side of thing, uh, the, the equation and we saw that played out in front of us, have built what is, to the Republican side of things, internally consistent and absolutely exonerates the president. And not only that, says that this is really an attempt by the Democrats to overthrow the election uh, that should have gone to Hillary Clinton. And Democrats never have accepted that. They know they can't beat him at the polls. Therefore, they're now going to try to impeach him. And that's, that's a message that... Uh, is a good mobilizer for uh, finances and to bring out the Republican base. And that's uh, what the Democrats on the flip side are up to, saying, look, we've proven this. Uh, we just can't get it through that Senate. You have to give us the Senate. You have to come out and defeat this guy at the polls uh, because we've shown that he is violating the Constitution and nobody in America is above the law. And that's going to be the, the uh, two sides of the debate. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Over and above whether this is an impeachable offense or, or, or as you said, it depends on what team you are, are on or what you're playing for. Are Americans looking at this politics aside and saying, you know, something here stinks. This is not right. And how do we fight things like corruption and be the big brother for the planet if we have this sort of action going on. Politics aside, are people going to look at this and just say, it's not right here, this isn't right? You know, I think people say it stinks, but the Republican side will say we have to go after the Democrats. There's actually a a movement now to somehow dig up uh, punishable offenses by the Democrats. So again, the two tribes are both going to say it stinks, but they are now divided. Mm. Will the independents be swayed on this? And possibly there'll be movement. Will moderate Republicans be swayed? Probably not on this issue. One of the fascinating things to me is that, because uh, it goes to the heart of what you're really getting at, is why can't Trump get touched on all this, and what is the connection to Russia? One of the uh, key things to me is that the Democrats, who had six committees looking at things about <laughs> about Trump in the House, plus these 15 legal cases, plus the Mueller report, with all of that going on, where the Democrats chose to make their stand was on this issue, a phone call, Julie, uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani, 
these, these things are far removed from America's day-to-day concerns over health care. Yeah. Can we send our kid to college and so forth? This isn't about, and this is coming back, I think, to the essence of it, this isn't about money. Uh, I've long been saying that if there's going to be any um, provable offenses that matter to the American public, take uh, Deep Throat's uh, advice from the last, from the mm. Nixon uh, impeachment, follow the money. Yeah. Because you're asking what is the connection between Putin and, and Donald Trump. Yeah. There is a long-standing documented and apparently legal connection but so far not being highlighted in any way, mm. uh, um, between Russian money, oligarch money. money and, that, and those are questions that have been asked since Trump. he came onto the scene. These were questions that were asked day one. But they're not being asked in yeah. a, as part of an impeachment inquiry. Yeah, good point. So that's, that's where we are today. This is apparently going to be just a, another kind of campaign tactic on both sides. It's not going to change history the way it looks today. I've been watching for two things. One is... Um, on this impeachment, the things we're talking about now, will it change anybody's mind? Will it move the needle in American politics? And as of today, the answer seems to be no. Second of all, is there going to be anything new and different brought out through the impeachment mechanism? Remember, they've got a machinery in place now. So if they wanted to bring up, if somebody could come forward and say, hey, look, that's one issue. We've got three more issues. Hmm. The machinery is there. But as of today, there's no sign that there will be any other kinds of issues. Remember, just as one example, (laughs) Mueller said, famous phrase, if I could have exonerated the president clearly, I would have done so, but I cannot exonerate him. None of that is coming out as part of this. So Hmm. the way it looks today is that, uh, on the one hand, this one issue is not going to move the needle. It's going to just go through the motions. And then back to day-to-day electoral politics, each side mobilizing around it. And no new issues seem to be emerging that could affect the impeachment or, therefore, the election. Uh, Fiona Hill's testimony yesterday said a couple of important things. I mentioned the one in regard to the whole conspiracy around Ukraine, that they were the ones that affected the election and not Russia, which, of course, has been debunked several times, but the uh, the, uh, president is still doubling down on. She also said another interesting point and and tried not to get caught up in the the politics of all of this and basically directed it to both sides and, and said, this is exactly what Russia is trying to do. This is right. exactly what they want to do right. to to North America, and that is divide people. Show that this this regime, this democracy, is not as solid as it is sold. Uh, does that resonate at all with Americans? Are Americans aware that they are being manipulated and divided this way? I, I'd like to say this was a raging national debate in the U.S., but it doesn't seem to be. And moreover, you can raise it uh, more profoundly. The administration currently in power is trying to debunk the fact that they got to power through Russian interference and assistance, but at the same time, apparently did benefit from it. Are they taking, is the government of the United States taking effective action? Fiona Hill raised this, you know, the election's underway now. Uh, Is there anything being done to see to it it doesn't happen again? And since the current administration seems to benefit from Russian interference, do they have either the will, let alone the means, 
to see to it that America's democracy will be protected. Again, I go back to initially when Donald Trump first came onto the scene and everybody was so shocked at the relationship he had with Vladimir Putin. Now it just seems to be the norm. Yes. Um, and does anybody care? Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the, the big concern here is that we have to keep in mind that a lot of people listening to what we're talking about now probably believe the internally coherent... Uh, image projected on behalf of Donald Trump that he's an innocent victim of persecution by vindictive Democrats. And therefore, for example, the Lieutenant Colonel Vindman actually does have dual loyalty. And Sondman, the the ambassador's uh, cell phone call that he testified to uh, under oath yesterday, two days ago, never happened, and et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of people who will believe what they have been, you know, this, is, this fits their pattern, their worldview, and it's not going to change. And therefore, uh, American politics is going to stay separated along those lines. And this goes back to, as I mentioned before, the suspicions that we had initially. Yes. Uh, his tax returns, never been able to see them. Everybody questioned whether there was uh, connections to Russia there. His past investments in Russia, what do they have on him? Uh, documents that have uh, supposedly leaked or not leaked. I mean, again, this goes back, what we're talking about now with this impeachment goes right back to suspicions we had on day one, don't you think? Yes, uh, but those suspicions may not divide America uh, yeah. in a way that means he won't get reelected. <sighs> the, the, um, if you think back, since you've raised this, you'll remember there was a, a, a televised uh, moment anyway, when the senior Russians in America, the, the ambassador and uh, colleague, got into the Oval Office and that's where the firing of James Comey was raised, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, I'm going to fire him uh, anyway, no matter what. And also, uh, apparently, leaking of intelligence, <laughs> it was really Israeli intelligence details. What struck me at the time, and I think maybe I talked to either you or Bill on this, was how chummy they were. Yeah, 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 I remember this that. Was, yeah. This was a group of, of old buddies yeah. Uh, who were getting together for a chat. The fact they were being televised and that this went out. So there is a very close, long-standing relationship there. It may not be illegal, and America's voters may not care sufficiently uh, that it, it is illegal or unseemly. Meanwhile, the intelligence services and the defense and security people are all saying Russia and China are our number one security threats. Mm. By the way, we say that here. So the... That's, that's where we are right now. This impeachment does not seem to be changing. What's the key questions in America is who's going who's gonna to govern? Who's going to get elected? And uh, I was very struck also by Biden's uh, debate performance mm. when he went on air, and he kind of chuckled and said, well, now everybody can tell from the impeachment uh, hearings that uh, he really doesn't want me as an opponent. But he was so low-key about it. Yeah. It was not a, uh, hey, everybody on this stage, I'll tell you who Donald Trump fears. It isn't any of you. It's me. Hmm. He's got reason to fear me. Bring it on, Donald. None of, you know, no, no sharp, yeah. no sharp uh, delineation uh, based on, you know, Donald Trump's attacking his son. 
Good point. Elliot Tepper has been with us, Emeritus <laughs> Professor of Political Science, Carleton University. It only gets more exciting or interesting with yes. every day, and we'll chat again. Elliot, well, as always, thank you so much for the time. Much let's appreciated. Keep watching it. Yeah. <laughs> the Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.